0: and gentlemen welcome to the seven figure fashion business podcast where we talk about the fashion industry and how to get your fashion business to seven figures from manufacturing strategies cut and sew designers to fashion hot topics and the latest fashion trends i'm your host monica monique and i'm your host xyz and let's let's jump jump into into today's today's episode. episode Okay, guys, so here is a quick clip from my pre-order your way to paid speech or speaking engagement that I did in Bali for the Start Your Own Fashion Business organization. Um, Really great trip, really great retreat. And they have another one coming up in May. But I just wanted to give you guys a quick clip of that workshop. And for more, of course, the full video is going to be over on our Patreon. Here's the quick clip. So, pricing strategy, what do low prices make you think about the brand? This is my question to you. What do low prices make you think about the brand? Just shout out some stuff. Q- quality. Oh <laughs> high quality. Okay. Right. Confiance. Yeah. So, what do high prices make you think about a brand? Luxury. Prestige. Like cool quality. quality, quality. It really depends on the brand. The, well, yes. Is yes. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes it is just overpriced, <laughs> that is very true. Um, but you, but the the things that you call out, that's literally what people associate with high pricing versus low ch- pricing. If you think about a chocolate bar, the chocolate bar could be made in the same manufacturing with the same chocolate or cocoa and everything. If one chocolate bar is $3 and another is $18, you are automatically going to think the one that's $18 is probably more delicious. It's probably better chocolate. It's probably better quality. It might be more sustainable as the brand. So... Literally, your price is it says something about you before you say anything. All right, so cost plus pricing um, cost plus pricing is when you take the cost of how much an item is to make, like how much more materials, factory, shipping, all those things, and then you add. that's cost plus pricing, that's what most brands do. Premium pricing, or prestige pricing, is a pricing strategy used by businesses and brands to elevate the perception of the brand and increase their profit margins by profiting, I'm sorry, by pricing their products higher than the competition. Here are some advantages. It's more desirable. It's higher profit mar- margins. It's no restriction on how high you can price it. There are burgers in America that are like, maybe other countries too, that are like $3,000. Because they have gold, that, little, that thin gold um, stuff leaf on, on it. So that's a $3,000 burger. And people will travel to this restaurant to get this $3,000 burger. It's the same nasty meat. But but that, little piece, but that little piece of gold is going to make you think, oh, my God, this is the best thing we've ever had. So there's no restriction on how high you can price. If you're giving them an experience, then you can do what you want. It enhances brand perception. Um, competitors look inferior. Like I said with the $18 chocolate bar and the $3 chocolate bar the $3 chocolate bar could even taste better than the 18 one. But if you see the price difference so drastically, you're going to assume that the $3 one tastes bad. All right, so how to make a million dollars? When you think about it, you can sell 200 uh $200 product to 5,000 people, a $500 product to 2,000 people, a $1,000 product to 1,000 people a $2,000 product to 500 people or a $4,000 product to 250 people. For me, I chose to sell a $2,000 product to 500 people. My prom gowns, wedding gowns are $1,500 to $5,000. So the average, because most of my customers are now prom girls, the average is going to be like $1,500 to $2,500. And how many girls, it might be 500 young women in one high school in my local city. And how many high schools are in my city? So let's just say if it's 100 high schools with 500 or 200 girls in each high school, my potential to make a million dollars is much Faster, much quicker, and for me, what I've seen with my brand and other brands, it takes just as much time and effort to sell a ten thousand dollar product as it does to sell a one hundred dollar product. So I'm going to sell something for ten thousand <laughs> because we don't got that type of time. <laughs> um, some of the disadvantages. Okay, 1% this yes. year that you uh Full
1: time,
0: mm-hmm. I was making work. I'm very cheap and frugal, so for me, I always live below my means. I have always lived below my means because for me, I like experiences more than a luxury lifestyle. Like, I don't need a fancy, cushiony couch. I don't need the influencer living room set up. I need a couch to look nice with a, you know, little side table and stuff. But the where I chose to live is a beautiful area with more affordable prices. So it's maybe 10 minutes away from the highway instead of right next to the highway. Um, and then me and my sister live together. So she loves it because I'm never home. Look at me, I'm in Bali. And she gets the whole <laughs> place to herself, you know? But for me, even back then, I knew I was going to sacrifice, not sacrifice because I love the way I live, but I was gonna sacrifice like something here to have more there. If I get an extra 10K, 20K, 30K, I'm not gonna spend it on a purse. I'm going to reinvest in my company. And I did that even back then. So I always kind of made it work to reinvest in my company to get more inventory, to get more clients. Um, Another thing I did, which I don't really have in this presentation, but I speak at high schools all the time. And high school girls love me. So I go to the high school. I dress up really cute. I speak to them about fashion careers and art and what you can do if you go to college for all these different majors. And it's inspirational because I'm talking to them about like all the opportunities outside of like finance or you know doctor, lawyer, whatever. But also now they know like and trust me, so they're going to come to me for their prom gown. So let's get into know like and trust. Um, and I'm trying to make sure I'm doing good on time, but. So, no, to know you is like awareness. So, blogs, educational content, videos, uh, and these are also in your pamphlet. So, I'll have you kind of write down, or you can take this and write it whenever, but when you follow along, just make sure you're kind of keeping in mind that these things, I want you to kind of consider your own brand. Yeah. Um, so no is awareness visibility. So you're going to post videos, educational content, get stuff, repost, reposting the stuff that your clients or your friends and family is like their scarves. Like you can repost what we the content that we've made throughout the trip. And that's getting people to know, like and trust your brand um, to like it. Now, that's going to go from behind-the-scenes content. How did you do the meeting with your technical designer? You know, Give a behind-the-scenes to make people feel like they know you a little bit more. They start to like you and your personality. So that's like Snapchat, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, newsletters, email lists, and so on. You're inviting people into a deeper relationship with you. Just like Phil said yesterday about dating, you don't go on the first date and marry the guy. You need to go on a couple dates to know if you like them. Then you go on a couple more dates to figure out if you want to be in a relationship with them. And then even after you trust them, after you trust their family, after you trust all these things, then you're like, all right, maybe I'm going to do a little bit more. You know, maybe I'll marry you. So when you get to the trust stage, you're going to do regular emails. You're going to start getting testimonials, social, social proof. You're going to reassure the customer, make them feel safe, make them feel part of the moment, not just with you, but with your customers. So are you doing all this, like for example, that you later, that there. Are you doing yes. that? And then, So now you have like a team, like a marketing team that is to develop all- I don't have a marketing, well, I used to have a marketing team and the stuff that they put in place, I made it automatic, so it just keeps redoing. So I like to put a lot of things in place that I only have to do once. Like, I'm not going to keep reworking the wheel. I'm going to put things in place that can stand the test of time. That way, I revisit it once a year, once a quarter. But it's really important for me to have a lifestyle of not the opposite of booked and busy. I really want to enjoy my life, enjoy my time here on earth. And that is not sitting behind a computer every day. So, trust is the most important part of it. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> So trust is the most important part of a pre-order because the client can't see what you don't have. So you need to build the trust with the customer. So just like I said in the last slide, you're reassuring them to feel safe and feel a part of the movement with you. Once they know like and then trust you, I deep down into their trust 17 times on your pamphlet. I put no like trust 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 so you can come up with three things that will make your customer trust you because they can know you and they can like you but they're not going to pre-order with you until they trust that they're going to get the result they're looking for